welcome back to the Rugby Connection podcast. Uh, I'm back, Murray's here, and this time we are joined by a very special guest, uh, Sharks fullback and fly half, uh, Boerta Chamberlain. Boerta, how's it going? Yeah, all good, thanks. And your side? Yeah, not too bad. And Murray, you've got uh, you've got a bit of a sore throat. You're a bit uh, <laughs> you're recovering still, obviously. Edinburgh Connacht, uh, good win for your boys. But we'll get on to that. We'll get on to that. Uh, yeah, all the URC stuff. But the Premiership's looking quite exciting at the moment, isn't it? Getting very tasty. Yes, you can very already. Jeez, man. I will ask, Butter. Do you do you pay attention? Obviously, now that uh, you're in season yourself do you mm. boys get any time to watch anything like do, do you ever watch a bit of the premiership you know tune into a bit of the top 14 if you get the chance um especially if we're at home then i like to watch that but traveling makes it quite difficult um because we play the saturday or friday um leave the next morning to the next destination so signal is always an issue um but i, I try to catch up with some highlights every now and then well, listen, I haven't, I've pretty much viewed uh, most of the Premiership um, this season from highlights because, I don't know, from the World Cup, I sort of just took a bit of a, a down on uh, rugby, only watching the, uh, the South African games for the franchise games. But I will say I might have to tune into the Premiership now a bit more often because, my God, it's uh, getting pretty tasty. And... We'll talk about first, um, I know, Murray, you want to talk about them because of a certain player, but Bath, we were talking about them last season, especially yeah. that tail end. We were thinking, Christ, Bath are, are starting to get ahead of steam at the wrong time in the season last mm-hmm. year, but now they're starting this season with that same momentum. 45-27 over Gloucester, and um, I think a lot of people are talking about that one man. Yes, the Maverick. He's playing his. He's in his pantomime villain role now. He is. If you didn't he's see just... it, he was going to take a kick at goal. The way, <laughs> to be fair, the way it was going, it didn't look like it was going. In. So the Gloucester fans were like, "Way he's messed," and it curled around beautifully. Finn being Finn, just right to the King's own faithful. I love it. But we did speak about it during the World Cup because we never got it, but we've got it now. Ollie Lawrence is back for Bath. He is. And he shrugged off three Gloucester players casually, got a wonderful try out of it. I do think Gloucester bottled this, though, sadly. It was 20 points to 10 at half time. And then Bath just went, it's fine. We've got it. Don't worry. No, I mean, 100%. I mean, I was talking, when was it? It wasn't last week, the week before, um, mm. when I was last on, and I said, um, you know, what what is this Bath team going to be capable of when you have the likes of Finn Russell pulling the strings, when you have the likes of Oli uh, Lawrence uh, on his inside just running those hard balls? And we saw, essentially, that entire game plan come to fruition in this Gloucester game. And I mean... Obviously, Finn Russell, a lot of people saying, you know, he's up there with the best fly-offs in the world. Obviously, Boerta, uh, you know, you play fly-off quite a bit yourself. Yes. What does, what does it take? You know, is it is it talent or is it hard work? You know, Finn Russell, very... Well, he's called the Maverick for a reason, you know. What's your opinion on him as a fly-off yourself? Yeah, I think, yes, you need talent, you need um, skill set and hard work. 
Um, but I think the most important thing for Flav is to stay calm under pressure. Because, um, I mean, the whole team looks at you because you're the general of the team. If you start falling under pressure, then the whole team will lose, like, I can say, like, they will lose, not interest, um, like, so I will stop believing in you as a, as a flower. Um, but as soon as you can control, like, being calm under pressure, um, it just gives a bit of calmness towards the other players as well. And they feed of you. So... A hundred percent. And I mean, we talk about the best players in the world, ha almost seeing the game, almost having a vision of the game in slow motion, right? Yeah. And Finn Russell in that uh, game against Gloucester, it, it did look like he was almost seeing the game in slow motion. He it's, was, uh... he's unbelievable skill. He's thriving. He's settled in so quickly at Bath. And honestly, with the Premiership um, having its struggles uh, over the past couple of seasons, Getting a bit of excitement back into it with a player like this, uh, I think is only going to benefit the whole league, not just Bath. But yes, I mean, yeah. we'll move on to the Saturday because we had some other interesting games. Um, mm -hmm. Bristol uh, played Sale or Welcome Sale. Nah, um, and Sale, Sale getting a bit of, not, not really revenge, but um, making up for last week against uh, your boys. I'm not backing Bears again. Every time I do it, they just let me down. It's just filled with disappointment. It really is. Yeah. No, I, I didn't even watch the highlights of this game. It was one of the games that I thought, it's going to, it's either going right. to be. Hmm? It was all right. It wasn't, it was nothing special. But I will give a special shout out to Robert Dupree. Beautiful interception. Ran back the years, rolled back the years. I love it. You know what it is? It's just, it's just the South Africans dominating world rugby. That's what it is. Talking <laughs> about uh, talking about um, South Africans, the next game had two World Cup winners come back into it. Uh, Leicester versus Harlequins, an absolutely brilliant game. I watched uh, I watched the highlights of this game and then went back and watched the game itself. Um, yeah, wow, what a match! Harlequins steal the win, twenty nine twenty five. Brilliant match. Andre Pollard, the Iceman, he was back um, playing for Leicester. Jasper Visa, the absolute bowling ball that he is, is so hard to put him down. Um, and yeah, it was a different South African that stole the show. It was, it was. He has what I am convinced. After the last two weeks, that man has wings. Yeah. Who else buys like that? It's ridiculous. And I mean, yeah. for a Premiership game to have... Three World Cup winners either side. Obviously, Big Andre was uh, on the bench for Quinns, and we had Pollard and Visa playing. Um, yeah, uh, same as how I said for um, for Finn Russell playing at Bath, uh, bringing that excitement back to the Premiership, bringing those big names back to the Premiership. Hopefully, we'll see a bit of a revival. I can I can almost feel a bit of a revival this season already, and we're only what four four rounds into it. Five, but yeah. I no, I can I can feel it. I can feel something happening. I it does feel a bit, a good season. but more competitive now that it's only the ten teams. It does feel yeah. a bit more. I suppose, but I am oh. going to miss London Irish causing an upset everywhere. So I am, I am, but we still got Newcastle. I mean, they didn't cause oh, an upset this week. Not. Um, your favorite team, uh, Saracens. They're not. Um, my favorite. 
<laughs> uh, got, got a pretty good win. 50 points to 12. Yes. Yeah. Yay. Yay. That boy, Theo Dan, back in his club colours. My God. We saw One what cup. he did against uh, Argentina in the bronze medal final. Mm-hmm. He's a special player, isn't he? He is. He's... He's... We, we talk about players for the future. And you look at England as a whole right now, they've got quite a few um, players retiring or close to retirement. Uh, that must uh, That must give you hope for the future when you've got a young player like that. Oh, absolutely. 100%. I mean, you can you can you have depth as well. I mean, how old are you, Butter? Twenty five, uh, twenty four, twenty four years old. Oh, I didn't realize I was older than him. Right in the middle of us. <laughs> still a youngster. Ah, uh, but I feel, old now. I feel old now. You are old, Murray. But it's okay. It's all right. Thanks. But no, I mean Saracens back into winning ways. Big win over the Falcons. Um. Yeah, there's not much more to say. Are Falcons going to get a win this year? That sounds horrible. But well, I think they'll definitely pick up steam. I mean, you you could say that about any team at the start of any season after a bad season, but um, they're not a bad team. Um, And there's plenty of other teams who maybe aren't performing to their best in this league as well. Talking about uh, a little bit of a fall-off, um, because your young boys have been playing so 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 well. Uh, Northampton Saints proving a bit a bit far for them to reach. Thirty four nineteen was the score. Saints versus Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Um, away from home, bit more pressure maybe. I just don't think we play. I don't know what the game plan was watching this game. As and it's the first time this season I I haven't really had an idea what what the idea was. Saints were in control. Saints knew what they wanted to do. They had some of their big boys back. Cornell Laws returned. Um, it was fantastic. Just great on the attack. Absolute nuisance in defence. They love it. But Niall Armstrong's red card might be the dumbest red card I've ever seen. Is that the one where he stuck his foot out? Yeah. Like, I understand if your foot's already out before the ball's been caught. He caught the ball vertically and then lifted his leg. See, I've I've always had my opinion on this, and Borta, you might be able to chime in here because you play f- uh, fullback quite a lot for club. Yes. When yeah. when you're when you are receiving a high ball, when you have to make that jump for a high ball, especially when competing, a lot of the argument is that leg has to come out for for a bit of balance. Yeah, because I mean. Yeah, you can't jump with two legs or two feet at the same time. Um, so the one is just to protect yourself and the other one is generate power from. Yeah, uh, this has been my argument because we've seen this. We've seen this been uh, be carded, uh, I think, a couple times in Super Rugby uh, mm. over the last couple of seasons. Uh, I think Geordie Barrett was uh, one to be, or Geordie Barrett was on the recipient end of one or caused one, I can't remember correctly, but... The way I see it is a player going up in the air needs to make sure he's protecting himself for coming back down. 100%, so yeah. if you're jumping into the air, you're gonna and you're trying to catch a ball, your eyes are on the ball, that foot comes out for balance. It's just physics. Okay. 
if you then have and players who are approaching a player in the air or a player receiving the ball, they have a duty of care to wait mm-hmm. until that player has landed again. Now, the way I've seen it is the foot was in the air and the player ran into his foot. Well, that's not how I've seen it. And I'm a Chiefs fan. That's the how I've seen it. The way I've seen it was... No, it's a difficult... No one near. If you I overrun was... it um, and you're off balance, your foot is going to go up in the air. Um, yeah. I mean, you have to... Because your body does what it needs to protect yourself. Um, but I mean, the law is... It's a tricky one. And obviously, you know, we look at yellow cards, red cards, um, sort of down to the degree of danger most of the time. Um, But the way I see that is there's no intent. There's, I mean, there's very, there's very rarely any intent when it comes to a red card. It's usually just a mistake. But, okay, studs to the face, high degree of danger, happy days. That's fine. But... Could it's avoidable from the player who's run into his foot? It is avoidable. Don't don't run into his foot. If if you see someone in the air, you are supposed to take that course of action to let him come back down to the ground, and then yes. you can make the tackle. Yes, that's correct. That's I'm that's that's to, the way I see it. I'm starting to think I'm the only one that's seen that one differently. <laughs> Well, I'm sure, I'm sure, like, I'm sure, but that's, that's the thing about rugby and that's sort of how rugby can be one of the more complicated sports is that so many people can look at that and see a completely different picture. Some people yeah. agree with the red cards, some would say a yellow, I'd probably say a yellow, and then I, some say play on just a rugby incident. I put yeah. it in as the, like, the, the same category as, like, say Bota does a clearance kick. Mm. And then somebody goes for a charge down, misses completely, and takes both it out completely. Yeah. Do like three seconds in my head. So if it's in within three seconds, you can move out of the way. Because mm. after three seconds, you had all the time in the world to avoid that. Yes. I thought this was the same situation. So the ball went up, Niall Armstrong leaped up, no legs were in the air. He just went up straight up like that. Finn Smith was coming in for the tackle. The minute he got close, Niall then lifted the leg. Ah, uh, see, I could be wrong. Yeah, no, see, I, 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 I saw it more as the leg is up and like that can go. It can go either way. It's a tough yeah, one. It is. It, yeah, it's like you said. Like it can go. Some people may agree with the red. Some people may agree with the yellow. Some may say no. It's only a penalty or play on. Um, mm. you're going up for the ball and you're off balance like you're going to do whatever you need to get back to balance but unfortunately boot to the face yeah, it's yeah. But there are so God. many scenarios I mean there, there's so so many people calling for um, the refereeing and just the rule book itself to be made more clear for the referees themselves for the players to understand and for the fans to understand. But the way I see it in a situation like that, there are about a uh, hundred different things that could happen in that situation that could be penalized for different things. It's very hard to, to simplify that area of the game when there are so many different things that could go wrong. So 
at the end of the day, the referees made a decision, and I feel like you know that's the ref's decision. That's that's the right dis- decision in that game. You know, we gotta we gotta let the officials do their job, um, and we're all gonna do it differently. Let's have to make it a couple of split seconds. Yeah, exactly. So, that's okay. that's the game we love. It's determined by a couple of split seconds sometimes. Hundred percent. Do we want to go on? Yeah, I think we do. Some predictions for next week, because, again, we've got some pretty tasty games coming up. Uh, On the Friday night, Premiership Rugby back. We've got Bath at home hosting the Bristol Bears. I'm going to let our guests go first. Uh, I would say go Bath, home advantage. Yeah, the way they've been playing this so far this season... Um, they're looking, they're looking pretty well drilled. And like you said, Murray, every time you support Bristol, it doesn't work out for you. So I'm also going to go for Bath, um, and I'm going to say a pretty comfortable win at that. Yeah, full house, going for Bath as well. Because I actually really impressed with Bath this season, and Bears just keep disappointing me. So yeah, <laughs> they're hurting you, aren't they? Finish. <laughs> um, we've got Sale versus Newcastle. <laughs> and, uh, same time actually mm. unfortunately it's it's in my eyes it's going to be Sale Yeah, they're at I'll home yeah Sale Sharks as well uh, the, 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 the fraud Sharks as I call them because the way I see it there's only one Sharks in World Rugby but uh, yeah well, let's, let's not talk about that <laughs> yeah um as much as I'd like to see Newcastle do this, it's going to be sale. So, yeah, Phil Hoxie. Yeah, it will be. It will be. The next one's a bit of a derby match, bit of a bit of a grudge match. We've got Leicester Tigers versus Northampton Saints. Ooh. This is going to be a tasty match because, honestly, both these teams, uh, based on this last round, obviously one getting the win, one narrowly losing. But they both, on paper, look like it's going to be a pretty even match. I'm going to know where to stop. Tigers. I beg the Tigers. Got to back the Tigers. Got to back, uh, got to back the Iceman, Andre Pollard. You're going to have to. I'm going to be different. I'm going to be different. I'm going to back the Saints. Sorry, boys. Okay, that's fine, Murray. Yes, we'll, we'll, see, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. <laughs> it could go either way. It's going to be... It could gonna go be either way. We do have um, another bit of a... I suppose you could say it's a bit of a London derby. Uh, Harlequins versus Saracens. Ooh. That's going to be a big one. Murray, you don't... I don't think we need to take your prediction. Nah, it's fine. Don't worry. Harlequins, you're oh, going. Oh, yeah, Harlequins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think the way Marcus is playing um, and Tyron Green... The way he's been finishing, oh. it's been crazy. So, yeah, and Andre at 12, you will probably start this weekend. So, I would, yeah, I would go with Harlequins as well. Get those boys back in country. Get get those <laughs> get those boys back on home soil, please. Anyone? Have a, have a, have a word to the uh, Sharks recruiting staff, and then let's get Andre back as well. Yeah, you you do that. Maybe <laughs> okay, I'll give him a call. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm quite good friends with them here. Yeah. Uh, no, I'll go with Harlequins as well because uh, I don't really want to see Saracens win, to be honest. Um, yeah. It's also as at the stupid as well, to be sure. 
Uh, we do have the soul game on the Sunday. Uh, Murray, it's your extra cheese versus Gloucester. This is actually any point. Are you, yeah. you going to ask me or no? Uh, what do you think is going to happen? I'm going to win. Back your team. And we're back at home back as well. Team. But you think, or do you think your young boys are going to bounce back with a good win? Mm, I don't know. I thought we were going to scrape sale and then we thumped them. So, I don't know. It's open season right now. A I'm going to say, say Gloucester by 100 points. I'm wow. sure. <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, no, listen, uh, Chiefs are at home. Um, yeah, I'll back the Chiefs. Why not? Why not? I'll do it. For, I'll keep you happy for uh, for the for the next week at least. Five minutes, yeah. <laughs> uh, but what are you saying for that game? Um, yeah, see, home ground advantage plays a big factor, I, I believe. Um, so, yeah, let's make it Chiefs as well. Way. There we go. See, we're all unanimous. I love it. We love to see. Now let's get let's get to the juicy part because premierships all well and good, but we all know the best league in the world is the URC. Um, we'll start on the Friday. Um, Cardiff versus the Bulls. The Bulls usually mm. don't tour so well. Um, if we're looking at the past two seasons, but eighteen points to twelve, not the prettiest victory in the world. But I tell you, one player that is probably my favourite signing for the Bulls. Played for the Pumas. Obviously, I'm a Nelspreet man myself. Pumas are almost my, well, they are my sort of hometown team. That boy, Devin Williams, what a signing for the Bulls. Because yeah. I, I've been watching them the last two Curry Cups. I've been watching the Pumas. And, uh, you know, him and, and Tinas Beer as well. I don't know how he's not been picked up by any major team. Um, but... But Devin Williams, what a player! Yeah, he's been he's been probably one of the standout players for the Pumas in the past two seasons. Um, and yeah, I think he grabbed the opportunity with both hands at the Bulls at the moment. Um, yeah, he's he's electric on loose loose play. Um, he can create something out of absolutely nothing. Uh, he's got a big left boot on him. Mm. Uh, so no, he's been playing. Playing pretty well. No, hundred percent. And I mean, he's 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 warmed up to the URC instantly. He looks in his element, and um, yeah, it's just it's just nice to see because obviously when you watch the Curry Cup, you watch um, the, obviously the cheaters get their chance to go play uh, in the Challenge Cup, um, but yeah. the Pumas get shown uh, no love, and obviously there's the Greek was there as well. But the Pumas, you know, previous winners of the Curry Cup last year is the cheaters. Um, but you, you just look at some of their players, and I've been looking at their, some of their players for so long, and I'm and I'm thinking these are world class players, you know. Yeah. And how good would it be to to see them given the opportunity to go play against these European teams? And we're kind of starting to see that with uh, with Devin Williams with the Bulls. But no, it's a good win for the Bulls over Cardiff. Um, bit of an Irish derby. Uh, we had Munster versus Ulster. Um, yeah, the the champions downed. Yeah, not a, yeah. No disrespect to Monster, but uh, to Ulster, but I did not expect that to happen. But fair play, yeah, yeah. Ulster, uh, Ulster just outplayed them basically. Yeah, agreed. I mean, it was a special night. Rob Herring, the most capped Ulsterman ever, and he just seems to get better with age. 
Yeah. Must be something in the water over there. But Jacob's still <laughs> digging on the scoreboard. That's always nice to see. He's always like trying to push back into the Ireland team. That's good. Like, yeah. is a very solid back rower as well. Does a job again, can't quite push into that national side yet, but if you keep doing performances like that, there's no reason why you can't. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I, I, I can't remember any other games that happened on the Friday. Don't, but... don't, don't give me it. We have to talk about it. I'll briefly... I can, I'll Neither talk of us it. want to talk about it. It's just you that wants to talk about I it. I don't want to talk about it. I just want to give credit to uh, Marcello that helped us out last week because you yeah, were busy. That's true. Passionate Italian. Predicted it. He convinced me. And you know what? Yeah. Zebra got a win. Yeah. So... Although our friend was on the he was on the score sheet, Bota. There you go. Yeah. He was. He was. But nah, yeah, famous win for Zebra. First time since April 2022, getting a win. And that's all I'm going to say because I'm not one to upset you, and I don't want to upset our friend Bota. Over I'm over it personally. I've I've I had I had my spell of like, oh my god, I can't <laughs> believe this has happened. Um, so no, I, I, I can't, I can't imagine what it must have felt like for you boys. Um, no, it was, it, you know, it wasn't a, yeah, it wasn't a very good experience. No. Um, but I'm over it now, and you boys are back at home this weekend, and I've, yeah. I've, I've got good, I've got a good feeling about being back at home. And listen, I mean, come on, we start, you start the season with a four-game tour in bloody Ireland, and then you've got to play the Ospreys, and then Zebre, who, let's be honest, haven't been, have been overperforming at the start of this season. They've been, they've been running so many teams. They, they yeah, could I, have won all their games so far. Yeah, they were leading against, who was it, Munster? They were or leading Ulster. against Munster. Uh, who was yeah. it they ran very close? No, it was the Ulster. They ran Ulster close. Ulster close. Yeah. Yeah. was leading at a stage as well. And then Ulster came back to win the game. Um, Zebra put brilliant performance against the Bulls as well. They did. So oh no, it's fine. We're back at home. Yeah. Is, <laughs> back to winning true. ways, boys. Back to winning ways. But the theme did continue into the Saturday, though. It did continue into the Saturday. I don't mind this one because you know <laughs> I actually I actually quite like Benetton. Uh, yes, yes, more of the current to you. As as a as a Sharks fan, it's always quite it's always quite fun to see the Stormers lose. Um, yeah, Benetton, twenty points to seventeen, a, a bit of a bit of a bogey team for the Stormers. They always seem to give them a game. Yeah, um, great. I love it. Wow, what what a uh, what a game! And Rhino Smith with that drop goal oh. at the end. No, oh, that was. We we talk we talk about uh, we talk about being an ice man. That was a pretty ice man moment. Uh, it was. Oh, ben, listen, I'll I'll say it like in terms of just out of context and regardless of the loss to Zebre and regardless of the Stormers' loss to Benetton, this this is really good for Italian rugby to see their two club teams finally performing. Um, you know, and both both of their club teams performing well. Uh, Benetton unbeaten. They they haven't lost a game. How the sixth in the league. That is mental to think that. You know, yeah, and Roto of lost he's is top of the log or unbeaten. Yeah. You've got to give him credit. And listen, if 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 we can see Benetton 
in the quarterfinals of this year's URC, if they can continue the form, I'll be happier for it. Um, yeah, I can't mm-hmm. complain about that one. Well, the sure. next game, mm-hmm. Ospreys versus Glasgow, 31-23. Ospreys pushed Glasgow hard, but uh, it was um, all too late. 78th minute, Tipperick gets yellow carded. And then a try and conversion to steal the match. Yeah. Johnny Matthews with two. I made a video last night that if Scotland were to play like now, hypothetically, Johnny Matthews would start. Just on form one. Yeah. He's I don't know what point he's got to prove. We all know what he can do off the back end of them all. But this season he's just flying. Yeah, just keep going. All for it. Love it. But this this URC has been all the matches has been tight. There hasn't been like a runaway game so far. Mm, I can't yeah. I can't think that okay, there's one blowout that I can think of that's to come. But otherwise hundred no, like to that we that happened this week that we haven't talked about yet. But otherwise, I mean, mm. yeah, we've had very tight matches. It just goes to show URC greatest competition in world rugby. Talking about close matches, and this is one that I watch because I I live in Carmarthenshire in Wales. Um, as as a as a South African, that's uh, that's hard because I'm surrounded by Welsh fans, which um, it's, it's 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 all right most days. Some days is insufferable, but uh, Scarlets are the closest team to me, and um, the Lions came into came into town, came to Clonetley. Everyone was thinking the Lions they're not going to do too well on the road. They're not going to win. They pushed your boys pretty close last week. And this week, uh, last week, they're a point behind. This week, they're a point ahead. Um, yeah. And I just want to mention one man, a uh, former teammate of yours, Bertha, Sanele Nohamba. Yeah. Uh, played a... fly half. And what a player. Yeah. No, he's, he's on a different level. He, I played with him since under nineteen, um, and yeah, it's nice having someone like that in your team. I was obviously, I mean, we've got plenty of uh, quality um, scrum offs at the Sharks, but I was personally a bit devastated when we saw Nohamba go over to the Lions. But my God, has that just been the platform for that boy to flourish? Yeah. Because he has been. The starting scrum half for the majority of last season and obviously this season, and now he's had a crack at fly half. Um, and you know, with with Lombard and Hendricks are there as well, competing in that fly off jersey. Now he puts in a performance like that. Oh, what a player! And his goal yeah. kicking is crisp. So, yeah, very happy no, performing. No, he's always been. A standout player wherever he goes, or wherever he plays, and he and he and he, and he, br- he brings a bit of the uh, proper scrum half energy, doesn't he? He brings a bit of the happiness. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, no, but very very tight game, very very good game to watch. Tip for tat. Uh, you thought the Scarlets had had it in the bag, um, and then with just uh, a kick through from Sanene that didn't look like it was going to amount to anything, ended up getting charged down by Creel, flicked it to uh, to Henko, and try scored, kick over, won the game. You can't ask for a better finale than that. 
Um, so yeah, it was good to see the Lions getting a win on the road. And Murray, the game that you have not yet even recovered from, Edinburgh no. versus Connick. How do you feel about that one? So good. It is genuinely one of my favourite fixtures of the season. Just because... Uh, Connor put up before the game, like the last five fix, like results. No, neither side's won two on the bounce. Mm. It's very tightly contested. As the score tells you, 25 22 to my boys. And oh, it was so good. 7 3 at half time, very tight. Everything we chucked to Connor, Connor chucked straight back at us. I mean, shout out to Ben Velcott coming off. Coming on to start the second half and getting man of the match. Not many players can get a player of the match performance of just one half of rugby, but yeah. credit. Do hand van der Merva, welcome back. Didn't score, but set up Ben nicely, was just doing what he does, taking three or four to stop him, being a nuisance. And then the man that I will talk about in high praise for like the remainder of the season because he's not let me down so far. And it's not Bota, unfortunately. It is <laughs> R10, uh, Ben Healy. What a signing. Cometh the, hour, signing. Cometh the man. Last minute drop goal wasn't that far out, but who cares? I don't give a shit. Not, not me anyway. Beautiful drop goal. 6,000 plus at the hive. Thunderous reaction. Great win. Wasn't, wasn't quite a, a hat-trick of drop goals. Um, you know, the, the kind of Borta speciality there. But, um, you know, one drop goal, it's, yeah, that's that's good. Yeah. Well, I'd love Borta to sign for Edinburgh. No, you're not having him. Don't do that. Why? <laughs> Don't even consider it, Borta. <laughs> um, we, could have that, we could have that coffee every week. No. Yes. No, you stay in <laughs> Durban. You, you stay in Durban. <laughs> no, but great game. And we're back in the top eight, which is what we deserved. Well, I did say um, a bit of a blowout to come. And maybe on the score sheet, it's not the biggest blowout we've ever seen. But Leinster, 33-10 over the Dragons. Um, <sighs> uh, Leinster. What? Dan, she- Dan Sheen's back. Yeah, and Captain's back. Great, yeah. We <sighs> Listen, I, I think Leinster are a brilliant team, but I just I just I'm so bored of seeing them win. Just stop. But, but we went over it, they don't win anything. They, they don't win anything, no. On a, <laughs> a curve for the season. Then when it gets smoke, it's just nah, don't we're, like never, we're never like, gonna have any Leinster players come on as a guest. <laughs> none of them have respond, none of them have responded to my DMs, so Yeah, because they've seen a podcast of me just slandering them. That actually happened when we first started RCP. We were trying to get, I think it was Elon Elon players. Yeah. And at the time, it was when Saracens were in the championship. Oh, yeah. And the score score on aggregate was ridiculous. Yeah, but that was always unfair, wasn't it? I know. But we went, well done, Saracens. You beat a farmer's league. And obviously the people people at Elon found out. And oh, well. Oh, well, it doesn't matter. We've had World Cup winners on since, since so. True. <laughs> um, I've, honestly, there's not much I can be asked to talk about that game because it was just Leinster being Leinster. Yeah. No, they, yeah. When they get a sniff of off opportunity, they they take it. They are, um, they're, just, they're just clinical. And it's like, 
you you can be playing you can be playing well for ninety percent of the game and it can be a good close game. Mm, and yeah. you can be dominant in the contact, you can be dominant in the in the set piece, and Christ, you knock one ball on and they're gone. Yeah. Like they'll probably say get four opportunities, nail three out of the four straight away. Mm. And other teams get ten opportunities and nail three. Yeah, exactly. Four. So you gotta hand it to them. They are yeah. It's just that academy system is ridiculous. You know, you're, looking, you're looking at their team and you're looking at, Christ, not even their B team. We're talking like their their C team. We're seeing players who are fresh-faced and they're still clinical. They look like they've been playing into uh, um, professional rugby for, for years and years. They look like seasoned veterans. Um, yeah. Uh, but no, you've got to give them credit, but uh, I'm not going to give them any. So there we are. Anyways, predictions. Um, ooh, on the Friday, Murray, you've got the Bulls in town. We have, and guess what? We beat last week's to- uh, league toppers. We'll do it again this week. Uh, back your team. Yeah, I'm gonna. You're I, not going back. I, I do, obviously, I do have my rule of. I I I back the SA franchises when they're not playing each other. No. Um, yeah. So I'm gonna back the Bulls. Uh, I'm I'm gonna back Devin Williams. That's who I'm backing because I'm really enjoying seeing him in, uh, seeing him play well at the moment. Um, so yeah, uh, Devin Williams to beat Edinburgh. Actually, question, just because I know that a lot of the big boys for the clubs are coming back. Is like Villy Larue and all that going to make his debut for the Bulls? I imagine so. I I can't see them not. Um, I can't see them not. Playing Villy, you got yeah. to, don't you? He's it's it's Villy bloody Larue. Yeah, I don't know. If there's what much I, I think the the streamers got off. Uh, I'm not too sure if they're available. I don't know if he'll probably play the first home game at Loftus. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they will fly him up for one game. Or two games and then come back. No, probably not. I'm yeah. I'm convinced though we will get a debut for Edinburgh. Go on. And then Ali Price. See, like I, I don't don't get me wrong, Ali Price, brilliant player. I think he's fantastic. But you've but, got Shield and Velicott there, two absolutely outstanding young scrum halves. Mm-hmm. Why do you just just let Ali Price just let another team have him? You're just hoarding mm-hmm. scrum halves at the moment, and it's unnecessary. Like I said, the same for Glasgow for ages. The whole setup was, I suppose, the scrum halves for the national team were all in Glasgow. <laughs> at least now you've got George Horn at Glasgow, Ben, Charlie, and Ali find it out in Edinburgh, and then you'll have like Ben White over in Tone. I suppose. I suppose the way I see it is like for each position, it should be one from Glasgow, one from Edinburgh, one from overseas. That or in that order. Interesting way of looking at it, but I like and it. And obviously, if there's nobody overseas in that position, just bounce back to the team. But just, 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 just chuck another Edinburgh in there, is it, Murray? Yeah. You yeah. know, yeah. <laughs> so like, so second row. There's no second rows that really play overseas. They're all Scottish based. So it'd yeah. be Richie Gray, Grant Gilchrist, 
Scott Cummins, and then you just kind of bounce between the two. Okay. That's my that's my theory. That's <laughs> sure, <but yeah. laughs> anyway, back back your team. Edinburgh's gonna beat the Bulls, grab them by the horns. I have to back the South African team. I have to oh, back the Bulls. This is uh no, I'm outnumbered. I don't like this game. I have to back the Bulls. I told I told you, Murray. I told you. We might have our rivalries in country, but when we're playing you European boys, yeah, we no, we, like we back our boys. We've got Ulster versus or Ulster hosting the Lions. The Joburg boys back. Um, yeah, that's going to be a challenge for that. That's going to be a different beast to uh, to the Scarlets. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be a, it's going to be a good game. It's going to be a good game. It's you gonna can never I'm guessing you're back in the Lions. I can see another one pointer again. Mm-hmm. I can see another one pointer, and and I've been waiting for I've been waiting for. Um, uh, Henko van Veek to really have just an absolutely huge game where we've yeah. seen have him before where he's just breaking tackles for fun and he's he's running 75 metres to score a try and it's just disgusting and he's unplayable so hopefully that'll happen against Ulster because uh, Ulster are also up there with the teams I'm a bit like oh, just, just go away Yeah, it's going to be a good one because I mean Ulster beat Munster last, last weekend so mm. they're not high Alliance beat Scarlet's so the lines are an eye. So it's going to be an absolute monster of a game on Saturday. For the Lions to get two on the bounce on tour would be, oh, that would be yeah massive boost for them. But yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll say the Lions. I'll say the Lions by a point again. It's going to be a it's going to be a close one. Yeah. Um. I want to say Ulster, but I'm going to back the Lions. The Lions are known for a team. That can create an upset wherever they play. To be fair, I suppose Ulster do have uh, Kitsy. Dwayne's retired now, so yes, they have Kitsy. I suppose they have they have our spicy plum, but that's fine. Yeah, that is true. They can have him. Yeah. I'll still take Ulster for for the win, though. I just think at home, Ulster are definitely on. Oh, if, no, this, if this was a like, if it was a reverse fixture. Lions would comfortable win because it's very hard to win in South Africa. It is. Especially in Joburg. And in Joburg. Oh, my word. <laughs> but at Kingspan, in Belfast, it's it's a tricky one, so I'm going to have to go up, so. We do have... Uh, we got Zebra back at home again, hosting Cardiff. Mm-hmm. Are Zebra gonna just shock us all and do two on the bounce? And are we gonna start having to have the conversation of, ah, oh, Zebra are, are quite a good team now? I think they will. I think this season they're gonna. Because so I far don't... this season, you you look at Zebra and you're thinking, yeah, that's 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 a pretty good team. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, that's that's a, that's a pretty good team. I can tell you, not easy playing in Italy, especially at Zebra. Um. Not a big stadium, not a lot of supporters, but it feels like there's twenty plus thousand people. They just the way seem... they sing and celebrate, and it's crazy. Yeah, they just seem this this season, especially starts the season and Zebra specifically. They seem to be playing with so much more oomph, so much more yeah. passion. Where we saw them play like that at the start of uh, at the start of last season. Obviously, start of last season they ran Leinster close. 
and then you boys went to play them. They gave you boys a, a hell of a game. Um, yeah. And then just slowly throughout the season, they did start to trickle off and yes. start to lose momentum. And that's when the hammerings came. Mm. I'm wondering in my head if that's going to be the same story this season or after, obviously, a win. And I would have preferred it to be a win against anybody else. But after a win, yeah. do they now look at their season now and think, you know what, let's, let's keep this momentum, let's keep it going. So... <laughs> You know yeah. what? Zebra to beat Cardiff. Yeah, I, I can I can see it, and I don't think it's going to be like one or two points in it. I think Zebra might actually win. They've by got like... some weapons. They have got I some think... weapons on that team. Um... I think they make it two out of two hundred trucks. There you go. I can't believe this. First time on this podcast, we've said Zebra to win, and we've said it with confidence. Yeah, I think last season it would have been the same. Um, but just by what Zebra has been showing and delivered, they were delivering. I think it might be a season with a couple of upsets. Mm, you just, it's, I can see, I can see Zebra being that little dark horse now. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? I hope Zebra beat the Bulls and the Stormers because I've been getting a lot of stick from, uh, from Bulls and Stormers fans saying, Oh, you lost to Zebra. Well, come on, Zebra, beat them all. Beat yeah. Them. Um, talking with you know, talking back at home now, back in the Shark Tank, back in Hollywood Bet Stadium, Sharks versus Connacht. But uh, how are you feeling about that game? Are you are you you happy to be back on home soil? Yeah, no. Um, first four weeks definitely hasn't gone to plan. Um, but it's it's a new group. Um. And yeah, we've we have a couple of exciting exciting players as well. Um, so I think first home game is going to do us good, and just to play in front of the home crowd, home field, um, just to be at home. Um, it always just feels better when you're at home. How's the environment at the moment within the team? Because obviously, new coaching setup, plenty of fresh faces in the team. Um, obviously. Not the best start to the season, but I'm talking just in general. You know what? What's the what's the atmosphere in the team like with yeah. everything? Fresh coaches, fresh players. Yeah, it, it's it definitely been one of the hardest preseasons we've went, I've went through. Um, but the atmosphere and the vibe in the team is probably one of the better ones I've been involved in. Um, there's a buy-in from everyone. Um, you can see the guys are really like putting in the hard yards, they're grafting. Um, so, and the results just doesn't want to go away at the moment. Um, but the guys haven't lost any faith. The guys haven't lost trust in each other. Um, so the vibe is still exactly the same. Um, I think the win will definitely do us good as a mm. team or as a union, actually. Um, but yeah, very, very excited for the first home game. Well, luckily, luckily, the results are going to start going our way because we are going to beat Connacht. You boys are going to are going to give them, you know, a comfortable win. I'm going to say for you boys, I believe, back at home. And like you said, the boys haven't lost belief. So I'm I'm yeah. saying Sharks with a, a ten plus victory. I'm backing Sharks. I wouldn't have thought that. I, I was going to say, if he says Connacht, there's going to be some shady stuff going on. Uh, 
I don't think I would go back to the stadium if I had to do that. <laughs> I'm torn. I'm really torn. Don't do it, Murray. No, shut up. I'm thinking. I'm trying to think rationally. <laughs> it's not easy to win in South Africa. New boys are hurting. In the shark tank, Murray. I doesn't matter won. if Murray goes against us and when we win. I'll never hear the end of it. Um, I'll go the Sharks. Yeah, yeah. too right. Yeah. Purely, purely for Bola, not for UCAM. Remember when we had Byron on and I predicted the Stormers to win? <laughs> yeah, you sat with a Stormers jersey on. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Connick, were, Connick were playing Stormers in the, uh, what was it, the semi-final of last season. And oh, yeah. Byron Ralston on, and uh, I sat there in a Stormers jersey and predicted the Stormers to win. <laughs> oh my word! Uh, no, it's I'm fine. Not, I'm not that bad. I'm not wearing a Connacht jersey. Shattered since we're we're fine. Do you have a Connacht jersey? Uh, mm-hmm. I have a Sharks jersey. I have I have all the jerseys. Classic Sharks jersey, same as I have. The nice Mister Price, don't you? Yeah, old classic Mister Price. Yeah. Love it. Anyways, yeah, so Sharks are going to win. That Everyone agrees um, that Sharks are going to win and then we're going to win the URC. And then we're no, gonna... no, 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 no. <laughs> Anyways, Dragons versus Ospreys. Honestly, oh, this is going to be a one-way game in my opinion. Is it? Yes. Ospreys, Ospreys, regardless of their loss to Glasgow, they've been looking pretty good this season, in my opinion. Uh, I'm going to say Ospreys by... Again, a, an easy 10-point margin. Just because the Dragons are absolute guff. <laughs> you know, Murray. I don't they like are... the Dragons' new jersey as well. The Dragons' new jersey, they've got, like, the big yellow... I don't I don't mind it. I don't like the logo. I, I hate their logo. I miss the old Dragon tail. I've, I've, I've got the same jersey, like, the same actual jersey with the inaugural URC season one when they had the logo with just the Dragons' tail. And that, you know... Now it has nothing to do with a dragon anymore. I don't know what it is actually. It's a little shield with some flowers on it. It's quite cute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to go. Yo. I'm gonna have to go Ospreys. Yeah, it's gotta be. It's gotta be. Gonna, Superman Jack. Well. Dragons home home ground advantage. It's not easy playing there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think Ospreys will pull it through. We've got a bit of a uh, a URC final rematch because we've Ooh. got the Stormers versus Munster. Ooh. Uh, there's going to be a bit of bad blood, I feel like, in this game. There, yeah. there must be. There's got to be for those those boys who played those boys in the Stormers who played in the final last year. Oh, no, it's gonna it's gonna bring back a couple of bad memories. Mm. Uh, and I think that's going to fuel, uh, fuel a fire in the boys. Um, so I'm going to say Stormers to pack the boys, yeah. going to pack the Stormers to win. But honestly, it's going to be a close, tight game. So yeah, I'm not Mario, by much. Quiet. What are you thinking? I think Monster's going to win. It's, a, it's, a, it's at Thumbing Park. It's not at Mulgrave. They're getting a bad crowd in. It's one of the hardest places to win at Thummond. Maybe not Mulgrave because there's smaller, less mm-hmm. people care. But when they go to Thummond, 
They want a big show. I think they're annoyed now that Ulster beat them, and I think that's just going to light a fire in their belly. And yeah, I think the champs will get a, no, fair, think... a fairly safe win. Yeah, okay. I, I bet the storm is. I mean, if the storm is getting the their their style of playing, it's going to be. That's going to be a great game, regardless. You know who, yeah. I, who I think the Stormers need to uh, need to start in absence of obviously uh, Manny still being off. Um, because obviously all the all the Springboks still have a, a huge hangover. Um, yeah. <laughs> I I honestly Sasha Ungonzalo has has to be starting more for the Stormers because my God, I mean you saw his uh, his um, try against the Lions in the uh, yeah. the first round. Yes, see me. Yeah, he controlled that ball. Was I don't know how he did it. Yeah, like pr- prime Messi who. <laughs> no, no it I think uh, I think he's an absolutely brilliant player. Uh, no, I, I, th- I think he's the one to start in absence of Manny to start unlocking unlocking defenses for the Stormers and getting them playing that that quick play that they like to do. Sasha has been good at all as well. Um, yeah, that's the thing. He's a versatile player, and I wouldn't be surprised. I reckon you could probably chuck him at fifteen as well, and he would. I, I think he would probably have a good game, but. Um, yeah. Glasgow versus Benetton. Benetton have the chance to stay undefeated here, You're but playing away against them Glaswegians is a pretty tough ask for yeah. any. Yeah. Yes, I, I want to back Benetton because of Reino, um, yeah. but yeah, uh, my gut says Glasgow at home. It's my my gut. No, my my head, my head says Glasgow. My heart says Benetton stay undefeated. Yeah, it's I can't, I can't even use podcast logic because it's two each. I mean, podcast logic. Sorry, let me go. Um, uh, Benetton are the greatest team ever to exist. So oh, Benetton. No, are no, 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 no. <laughs> no. I can't do podcast logic. I try and if I can decide, I'll be like, oh well, we've interviewed this player. Yeah. But we've no, had I think from Benetton, we've had two from Glasgow. Ah, just because they're at home, I'll say Glasgow. Yeah, we've had we've 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 had Seb Negri from Benetton, and he was born in Zimbabwe, which is pretty much. I don't care. I'm not African. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't work on me. No, Benetton are gonna stay undefeated. That's what okay. I'm saying. Okay. Um, yeah, it's the next one. It could be, it could be ugly, or, or no. You say, what's the point? It doesn't. I, I could honestly see the Scarlets doing something. I, I could. I, I cannot. Could. Where they playing? I like, I like to oh, be. Well, like, they are playing the RDS, but uh, well, that is a disclaimer. They're playing in the RDS. Okay. I knew there was a catch somewhere. Yo, no, Leinster. RDS yeah. is. Your RDS is probably one of the hardest stadiums to to play at, especially if that if that crowd starts getting alive. It's I'd say I'd say hardest places to play, probably Dublin in the RDS, and yeah. then you'd probably probably have to say somewhere like Cape Town. Um, yeah, actually, Cape Town no, is... I'd probably I'd probably say Pretoria is probably a harder place to play for traveling teams. 
It is, yeah. Um, because with that altitude, yeah. But uh, yeah, listen, I want to see the Scarlets, Scarlets cause an upset, but they're not going to. So it's going to be Leinster by twenty. Unfortunately, if Leinster gets in the groove early in the game, it's going to be a long day for Scarlets. It's a long day for any team when Leinster get in their groove, and it's very frustrating to watch because. You know they're good. As a fan, you know they're good. But when you watch them, especially when you watch them play against a team that you support and you're like, they're just... I hate seeing them do it. I hate it. I agree. <sighs> but anyways, that's, that is the URC. Yes. Um, What's that? That's 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 the games. I mean, we 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 listen. Disclaimer to anybody watching: we did say we were going to cover top forty in the season, um, but we don't want to. So, yeah, yeah. All I want, we uh, want to talk about though a Mister a Mister Henry Arundel <laughs> on debut for Racing. Patrick, absolute freak of nature, as you did. Yeah. And you see him do that. Uh, you see him do that um, in the top fourteen, and you start to think, why the bloody hell didn't England utilize him a bit more in the World Cup? And when they did, I, they didn't. I found out. I've, I've been told why. I don't know how true it is. There was just a lot of people in my comment section. Apparently, Mister Arundel had a fallout with Owen Farrell, and Owen used as well. Bugger you. And like got shunned off. Yeah, but I think I like I can see it being very easy to fall out with Owen Farrell. I can see it being very easy to fall out with a lot of that team just because of how Yeah. Like focused they are for the task in hand. Like I it's like I do, do you know what what I've noticed is Owen Farrell and his dad Andy both have the the same like just base expression to their face, and that base expression is it looks like they want to kill you. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like when I see Andy in a press conference and he's just sitting there listening and it just looks like he wants to throttle one of the reporters, but he's, you know, obviously he's a very lovely guy. Um, And I mean, Owen Farrell, I mean, I'm sure, you know, he's a lovely guy off the pitch as well, but I suppose it takes his anger out when he tackles with his shoulder. So yeah. it's, it's like, it's like that killer mentality, isn't it? Like, yeah, well, listen, we 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 said on the podcast of the World Cup that we we came to the conclusion that Owen Farrell is the greatest English fly-off to ever exist. That did not go down well on TikTok, by the way. Yeah, listen, I, I, I've seen the comments on TikTok. And listen, I know Johnny Wilkinson, brilliant player, won a World Cup. You, you can't throw Johnny Wilkinson away. No, you can't throw right. Johnny Wilkinson away. But I, I just had to say that, and we, we did, we went through all of the... Uh, all of the statistics, all of the trophies, and obviously there is that World Cup that kind of trumps everything yes. else. Yeah, but I, I did, I, I did say that Owen Farrell was the greatest fly half that England ever had, and uh, people weren't too fond of my opinion, which is fine. <laughs> some, some were bringing it down to not just like overall game management. It was like, yeah, but Johnny Cantato, and. Yeah, but Johnny Wilkerson won a World Cup. Okay. It is a pretty it's a big trump card, I'll give him that. It's a very big trump card. 
But I mean, uh, yeah, Johnny says that. I mean, you can't back up anything else because I mean, he's got the thing. It's, it's, it's hard to argue with that point. So it's literally Farrell has more points, more caps, more club trophies. I don't know if he's got more individual awards. I think Wilkinson might have him trumped to that as well. Probably. It's it's just, yeah, but he won the World Cup, and then it... does Johnny yeah, have, uh, does Johnny did did Johnny win a top fourteen title? Yeah, with Toulouse. Oh, to Toulon. Toulon. Toulon, yeah. Yeah, he did. Mm. With he was part of that, I thought yeah. the Galactico yeah. team. Yeah, that that's it. When Abana and John Smith yeah, Bucky's. Oh, that's it. And uh, yeah, no. that's a team was like a was like a, when you jump onto a FIFA or a, what is it FC twenty four now, and you just you just make your fans yeah. yeah and then you had Mar Nanu at 12 I mean yeah that's disgusting yeah, yeah that's... is Mar yes. Nanu still playing in the MLR yeah is he still but... playing for Legion yeah bloody hell that man just doesn't stop does he I'm just yeah. realised we have done random game of the week this season but I don't think all the games have started yet so yeah that's true imagine being a young American boy who's you know decided he wants to play rugby and he he goes into he he makes it all the way to play in the MLR happy days and then and then his debut game he's got fucking Ma Nanu running at him. He'd retire quickly. I know if he'd take up baseball. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, I don't think it's a pretty image to see in front of you. First yeah, scrum. Honestly, Ma Nanu could be in his seventies, and I still wouldn't want to. Have you seen Henry Tuolangi these days? Jesus oh, Christ! He's massive. Yes, tangent to end the show, but I'm all good for it. Yeah, sorry, I'm just going off on tangents here, but yeah. but then you at Sale, you had Ruan, you had some Rensburg, and Manu to a lucky. Oh, I mean, that's yeah, both centers over 110 kgs running at you. See, I could play center. See, I told you I could play center. I'm over 110, I'm over 110. I am currently 103 kg. Guess um, what? I'm, really, I'm losing. I'm losing the weight. I am. I'm. I'm. See. I'm. I'm gearing up to be. Uh. I'm gearing up to be a top quality fly off. See. What? Oh, you're twenty kgs heavier than me. I'm eighty three. Yeah, oh, but I, oh, I, I, I will say a lot of my hundred and three kg is in the uh the beer. So. Oh okay. <laughs> not, only, not only am I older than Bota, that I didn't realize. I'm also thirty five kilos heavier. Big lad. <laughs> uh, how heavy? Um, Maybe 110? 118. 118 kilos. So, yeah. The, like your drop weight, but I could run it at like a center. I reckon we put you, I reckon we put you back row number eight and like a big Bill Matter kind of. <laughs> Getting yeah. the ball for the people. Or a 22 dropout. Give it to him. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think I think you I think you put me put me open side and uh, I can be sort of like that Quagga Smith figure, you know. Just you look at him, you don't think of much, but then he pounces on you. I can't believe I'm comparing myself to Quagga Smith. Mate. I can't believe you compare me to Belmata, but I'll take it. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's he's Trump mate and everything. He's what is he six seven? Yeah, he's awesome for Gian, so he's trumped you in that. Ah, uh, oh, that's that's not. Fijian's a mentality. It's all right. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll, we'll, we'll end it on that. Okay. 
Thank you so much to Bota for coming yeah, on. Lots of Gian's debating yeah. that in the TikTok comments. <laughs> I'm not posting that on TikTok, don't worry. I am. <laughs> anyway, thank you sure. so much. Thank you so much to Bota Jane Brown for coming on. Yeah. All the best thank for you. the upcoming fixtures. And yeah, we'll definitely get you back on because it's been a great laugh. Yeah. No, thank you so much for having me again. And in the meantime, for those listening to this, go and check out the interview with Bota. It's a bit more professional then. Yeah, I think when you throw me into the mix of things, I just... Yeah, you just bugger it. That's fine. <laughs> 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 but yeah Rugby Connection Podcast we're on YouTube we're on Spotify Instagram TikTok it's not going well on TikTok but we'll get in there bye and we'll see you next time cheers guys